Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Welcome to Moments with Marty, your short, sharp shot of leadership insight to help you stay on track between our weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership. Do management teams actually become stale? Well, absolutely. High performance is fragile. And there's a few reasons why teams sometimes lose their luster. The first reason is personalities. If you're hiring really good people, you'll have a bunch of rugged individualists, and there will be disagreements. When people are consumed by a drive for excellence, it can be tricky to harness that and to keep the positive constructive tension from boiling over into acrimony. But it's totally worth it because this is where superior performance is forged. I still subscribe to the universal truth that it's a lot easier to rein in a stallion than it is to flog a donkey. The second reason that teams tend to lose their luster is that ambition is tough to nurture and manage in the long term. An awesome 2IC is someday going to want to be number one, but not everyone can be the big dog in the fight. High performers are, by definition, ambitious. How many elite performers at the top of their game do you know who like to play second fiddle? Whether it's Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez at the Red Bull Formula One racing team, or Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen in the immortal Chicago Bulls NBA team, high performers don't like to live in the shadow of others, and they often look to move on to greener pastures. The third reason teams lose their luster and performance declines is that the people you lead sometimes simply stop listening. They've heard it all before. Your effectiveness actually wanes over time. And as the organisation builds an immunity to you, funnily enough, you become predictable. And as I say, predictability is the downside of consistency. So there's a balance to strike there. I run into peers who are adamant that if you're any good as a CEO, you can lead the same company indefinitely. But as Chief Executive of CS Energy, I felt as though my effectiveness was significantly reduced after only five years. I think the old saying, familiarity breeds contempt, is spot on. Why would it not apply to leaders and their teams the same way? The fourth reason for team decline is simply that high-pressure environments can really take their toll. When you're moving really quickly and creating the type of team that's dominating, it can be super stressful. 
Pushing to be the best takes boundless energy, pragmatic optimism and unrelenting commitment. And not everyone has the resilience to handle this comfortably. People struggle to keep this pressure from blowing up. If we look at elite sports people, a lot of their time is spent in injury management and recovery. They have teams of doctors, physical therapists, nutritionists and sports psychologists to maintain them between their fierce bouts of high-level competition. And even though we tend to not think of business in this way, it's every bit as stressful at the highest level as elite sports, and it requires the same level of attention to the individual to keep them in a condition where they can perform week after week. For more depth on this insight, listen to episode 99 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, Don't Play One Season Too Many. We'll leave a link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed this moment and that it gives you that little extra spark to be a no-bullshit leader. 